Hello and welcome to another episode of Sam Green Race Engineering. I'm Sean Smith and I'm joined by Sam Green. Hello. And our special champion guest, Alistair Walker. Good afternoon. And uh, today we're going to be discussing why Al is a champion. We're going to be talking about the, the CSR BTCC Championship taking place on Assetto Corsa over the last couple of months. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a bit of a sort of mini-season review and reminiscence and... Uh, uh, an unashamed plug, really, for the CSR Championship, boys. So, uh, yeah, Sam, it's, it's your it's your show. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, basically, I've been racing with CSR for a little while now. Um, it was probably coming up to nearly two years, give or take. Um, uh, but this was my first sort of PC Championship after moving across from Xbox, um, and it, it was yeah, it was great fun and obviously because you guys have pc as well it's the first sim racing i've really done with you guys as well which was quite nice to have a few mates on board um as in inverted commas teammates um which was yeah it was just good although you say teammates we had three separate cars didn't we yeah, yeah we did. the only thing that united us and even this didn't really unite us was the fact that we had Stelvio on the car, and you only had it for one race, Al, and Sean actually didn't have it for any of these races. I should have had it for one race. You should have done, but yeah, it didn't get, didn't appear, did it? No, but you know, it was there in spirit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about uh, just basically the series in general, um, some of our highlights and lowlights, and uh, basically how Alistair Walker walked in and uh, won, basically, and walked away with it. Yeah, and and beat Sam at his own championship. Yeah, so I should say, I wasn't actually running this championship. The championship was run and organised by um, Jack Wilkins, who's just another one of our PC members, um, who, again, he, he went across a lot earlier than I did to PC, but he started on Xbox, we were racing against him. Um, he did the Group C championship with me. I think we did um, a touring car championship as well, actually, on it on Project Cars 2 on Xbox, um, or he did parts of that one, and, but yeah, very, very quick driver, good good guy, really good guy, yeah, uh, and he organised this series as well. I want to, I want to say on, on Jack's behalf, uh, definitely fantastic job in the organisation front, and, you know, yeah, get, and he, helping everyone get, get uh, set up with the game, the server, the Discord, and just keeping everyone in check, really, did a fantastic job, so well done, Jack. Yeah, this is kind of our first proper... PC Championship as well. Like we haven't re we done the odd event here or there, but they hadn't uh, really run a proper league, so to speak. So, I think that's um, an achievement as well of how successful this one was because it was really good fun. Hmm. So, what do you know? What made a uh, BTCC the uh, the choice for this particular championship? Was it just because it's cool and, and we have? I think, yeah, it's just quite it's quite cool. The mods pretty good fun. Um, the car's quite cool, and the tracks are there as well. Yeah. Which obviously that was the main problem with um, the Xbox leagues is although we wanted to do a British touring car league, there wasn't um, as many of the British tracks. So like on Project Cars, yes, you could do um, Alton Park, Browns Hatch, Silverstone, sort of that sort of thing. Cadwell, I th yeah, Cadwell's on there. Um, I think. Can't remember. Um, I think it is, although like, Cad... oh. you, yeah, you couldn't do things like Thruxton or Croft, which we did. Um, that was really good fun as it well. Was, so I won. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, just cool circuits as much as anything that you don't get to drive that often if you're not on PC because mm. they're not on very many games. PC masterize everyone. Um, Absolutely. So Al, you uh, you came from a different uh, sort of angle to me and Sam. Me and Sam have been playing with Sesso Core, so just random stuff and messing around. Uh, you sort of came from the iRacing scene where you've been doing uh, front front engine rear wheel drive stuff and uh, didn't uh, you weren't that keen on the front wheel drives. No, the problem there is with actual road cars. The last time I owned a front wheel drive was 2015 <laughs> at this point, yeah. and it occurred to me as I was like trying to select a car because I only decided I was going to join the BTCC league one day before the second round of the championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to choose a car in a hurry. And what it occurred to me is it's been quite a while since I've really run a front wheel drive car in a sim, which means I found I was very, very out of practice with it. What I'd been doing around the same time as well is the iRacing IMSA Michelin series which is a mixed series of GT4 and TCR but I run it in the GT4 class so yeah I just felt a lot more comfortable with a rear wheel drive car hmm. that makes I was sense. In, turned out the one rear wheel drive car we had available the BMW was nearly undrivable yes, on its stock setup. That, that's what was interesting because everyone had their their Toyota. I had a Toyota Avensis. You had the Audi RS3, Sam. Yeah, that's what I was using. Uh, yeah. The Ford Focus, the Alfa Romeo Giulietta, which um, let's just say is, is very fast. And yeah. was that it? Is that all the cars? We did Honda have Civic. a Honda turn up for brands at the last round. Yeah, as well. there was there was the Honda, and I think uh, what else was there? There was another one as well. Um, but that no one actually picked. I can't remember what it was. No, I think that was all of them, because I think we got all of them at the final round. Ford Focus. Yeah, I said that one. Yeah, but it was the Focus, Jack ran one of those all the season. Focus. And yeah, the Giulietta, the Alpha Giulietta was a very popular car. That was absolutely rapid on the straights. It was a bit overpowered. Yeah. I think we all agree but we, on that. As we said, it was all for fun, though, so no one really yeah, cared exactly. that much. Yeah, exactly. It was one of those things. We didn't we didn't know that before we started. Um I did say so actually I spoke to Jack the other day and he said that we may if we do and this is a Stelvio reveal uh, if we if we do another British BTCC league he may well uh, bop the the Alpha a little bit because it's very similar through the corners but monstrously fast on the straights I found so it, was, it gives it an advantage I found it's the mid acceleration sort of coming out when you come out of corner you'll have equal and then whoosh, back past it goes because top end wasn't that much different. No, I think, yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? We thought they would absolutely walk it at Thruxton, and actually it wasn't that much different because it was so flat out, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think Thruxton as well proved to be an interesting race, but we'll come on to that, I suppose, won't Yeah, we? so let's, let's say, so obviously Al had the only rear-wheel drive car, which meant he had, uh, as, as anyone who's seen the WC when they had the hybrid eras, for example, um, they, he had different advantages and different disadvantages at different parts of the track, which... Um, and in terms of Al's case, that I, I drove that BMW for about two laps, and it was all it was terrible in base setup, which uh, you had to get around. Oh yeah, I will agree. I think because everyone else, I think, abandoned the BMW after trying it because it was terrible with its base setup. <laughs> but That's what I kind my of, thinking definitely. Yeah, what I saw in it was I felt it was the right car for me, but the wrong setup. Yeah. So I spent quite a lot of time 
on my first race working on the setup. I spent the only one I didn't spend a lot of time working on the setup for was the final round of the championship. Was that just because you were pretty set already? It was all right, or no? That's because when I tried the base setup, I finally found a track it worked on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Obviously, you found where the, where all the testing and tuning was done. Um, anyway, so. Let's let's start at the beginning. Sam, you were you were, I think the only one here of us three present at round one. Uh yes. Discuss. Anything exciting from there? Well, um yes and no. It was at Donington Park and it was the uh, national circuit, so the chicane. Yep. Not the um the, not loop. the, the loop. Yeah. Um but um it was intriguing because none of us had really done much serious racing on Assetto before. Um, we were still kind of finding our feet with it and things like that, um, and that was fine apart from the penalty system, <laughs> which was absolutely lethal. Um, like we know, obviously track limits are there for a reason and stuff like that, but it, you were seemingly getting penalties for very, very minor infractions, which if you don't clear before the end of the lap, you're disqualified. Um, which came as a bit of a surprise. Uh, now, for example, um, I cannot remember for the life of me who it was, but one of, um, I think it was the Alphas, they um, got it slightly wrong at the chicane and cut the corner ever so slightly, didn't slow down for the 10 seconds that it demanded he did. Yeah. Um and therefore just cruised across the line and ended up being disqualified because it was <laughs> so close to the end of the lap. Uh, another one, um, this was uh, Chris Everett, who was in the Audi, one of um, the same car as I was driving, and he had the same sort of thing. He just got a bit deep on the brakes, cut across like the, the right-hand part of the chicane um, through the gravel, got that penalty, and then slowed down offline, obviously, but as he said it on the Discord, someone popped out from a car that was coming through the chicane to overtake and hit the slow car that was offline. So then we had a quite a big accident. Hmm. Um, so there was little bits and pieces like that that just needed fine tuning. And then race two for did it require reason, Sam? Did it require a virtual virtual safety car? Ooh, um, it didn't. Oh. We we made the decision quite early on that we weren't going to do the CSR. Virtual safety car. Virtual virtual safety car. Yes, in this series. So basically, what that is is um, a bit like, and I don't actually. Al, you, here's a bit of um, harking back to your a previous job. Can you remember what the Battenberg flag is in karting? I actually can't because I don't Ooh. think it's one that gets used in a lot of other series, is it? No, I, so far as I know, it is a karting flag, and it's basically the race leader becomes the the safety car. So he slows down, everyone forms up behind him, and we basically do that um, for our safety car. So if there's a, a multi-car accident or something like that in the first few laps, um, then they can call for a safety car. The race leader will slow down. Everyone bunches up behind him, and it gives everyone an opportunity to get to get their car repaired and get back in the race. Because as much as anything, this is um, just for fun, really. Hmm. It's not uh, anything that serious. So we want everyone to be in the race, really. We don't want people stuck in the pits for ten laps. We'd rather 
get them in the pits, get them repaired, and then start the race again. It, obviously, 10 laps is probably... If, if they got in the pits and it said, it's going to take you 10 minutes to repair this, we'd probably cancel the safety car and just crack on. But, yeah, we want to give them that opportunity sort of thing. Um, but we decided for this series, no, we're not going to do that. We may bring it back in in, in uh, future series. But uh, we'll see. We will see. So <clears throat> what we had instead was um, cars stuck in the pit lane after being disqualified. Cars in race two, weirdly enough, um, considering both races were the same length, um, we had to reset the server, and then we all used a lot more fuel for some reason in race two. Uh, so Jack ran out of fuel on the final lap on the home straight. Um, I think Mike had to do some very, very severe fuel saving to try and uh, get uh, get across the line. I actually pitted for fuel <laughs> and then was fine. Um, Did so it that ruin your race, though, or did you manage to get people on, um, the, line, on the line? I, I definitely got past Jack because he was quite, quite literally stopped about 20 feet from the finish line. <laughs> um, like it was that close. He was past the pit entry when it ran out, kind of thing, um, which is quite frustrating, I'd imagine. But uh, but yeah, um, but yeah. So that was interesting, and then, and then from then we kind of that it twigged that actually because we had reset the server, the track had reset as well, so it wasn't as rubbered in, so there wasn't as much grip. So that's probably why we were getting more wheel spin and then we'll get we'll get to this fuel. at the other races. But what I always found that. You lot were always complaining about the greenness of the track, and I was like, "No, it feels about the same as it did before." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just experience, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. It's. Uh... I think the other thing, and this is something that came to light in the last round, when we did practice, obviously, because most of us practiced before the Tuesday nights when we actually ran these races. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people practiced with a rubbered-in track. I always practiced with a green track. Yeah, I probably should have done that's, that. Really. That's brave, considering you, your BMW and its uh, lariness. Well, if I could control it on the least grip the track is likely to have, yeah. then anything above that is a bonus. That's a fair point. Yeah. If you get used to that, then a rubbered-in track's going to be easier, isn't it? So. Exactly. So, leaving round one, Sam, who were, were there sort of like championship contenders early on or was it uh, sort of just like... Uh, there was a few the alphas were clearly quite strong based off of that um, I think Mike won round one overall I think he got first and a third hmm. um, Marnix Krunen from Belgium he did very well also in the alpha um, and then the rest of us it was kind of a bit all over the place because of the fuel situation um but I mean, it was it was clearly going to be quite good fun, and the random grid race too was very interesting. That was all, that really livened it up. So that was a really good feature. Um, so we, we probably should explain the race format at this point, I suppose. Yeah, go for it. Um, so we did a was it a, it was a ten minute qualifying session, um, followed by a twenty minute race, where obviously the grid is based off of qualifying. We then um, reset for race two with a completely random grid mm -hmm. which is we, the the initial idea was to have a reverse grid but um, 
if people left the server because they've been disqualified or they just disconnected or whatever it, it was. It gave them a chance they, to come back. It, yeah, they had that second race, but when we set the, Jack set the server up to have two races in the server, one mm -hmm. with a reverse grid, but that didn't work if they weren't in the server. Yeah. Um, so quite a lot of the time the server just couldn't cope and crashed because there wasn't the right cars in the right place sort of thing. Um, so what all we did instead was reset it with a random grid. And that was solved that problem. It also added a bit of a spice in terms of the uh, the ability to get past people and if how 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 uh, how you had to maneuver through traffic and it, it made it quite interesting. But also, as you say, because it's not a serious quote unquote championship, it was a uh, it was fun as well, which is which is it's good. Yeah, I, it's I'm, the main thing really is that we should the, the racing is supposed to be fun. Especially sim racing, the this uh, the level that we're at, it shouldn't be super serious. Um, it was we take it seriously enough, obviously, and it's not just a like a wreck fest sort of thing. It yeah, is, that's what I mean. It is racing; it's proper racing. But if if someone does accidentally bump into you, it was an accident. He's not trying to take Absolute, you out. Yeah, Don't yeah. get annoyed. Yeah, just just crack on. Well, you get annoyed, but that's yeah, you get annoyed, <laughs> but you get annoyed because you're now stuck in the gravel. You're not annoyed. <laughs> Because he's been you off, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, well, what was the rolls round two? Round two was Croft. I should probably have got got the uh, a list of the tracks up in order. But yeah, um, Croft. That's what I, I joined, and it was yes. uh, and I kept flopping between the Honda Civic and the Toyota Avensis. I couldn't decide which one I liked more, or let, or hated more, either or. But and eventually, uh, you chose the Avensis because I'm because I'm a Toyota fanboy. Yes. Um, and that was pretty good, actually. The events is it's a it's a barge. <laughs> yeah, it, that is one thing I found that it did feel very big when I tested it and drove it. It felt a lot bigger than the Audi and and the big. Well, it is physically it is bigger. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a saloon as opposed to a hatchback or whatever else. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, I, I liked it because it was consistent. I could just always hit my apexes, which is exactly what I did in race two at Croft. Yeah, and that was that was realistically that's what. Um, well, as we've seen in a previous Stelvio publication. Yeah, that was on um, the This Month Motorsport May edition, I think. Yes, it was, yeah. So that was the commentary that we did uh, of Sean winning race two from Croft. And race one was more or less the same. I don't, you didn't finish quite as hard. Oh, no, I, 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 was, I was looking quite good, but then I either crashed or binned it or whatever it was. And, and yes, just didn't. Oh, and I got loads of penalties. I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's that's that was the problem that we had coming into it as well. I think that was so. when Al, that was when you joined as well, wasn't it? Same time. Yeah, so that was when I joined. I think I came third in the first race at Croft from memory. Something like I that. did all right in the first race at Croft. I remember that, but I was definitely having a difficult time towards the end of the lap at Croft because the last hairpin, the curb there was just sort of deadly to my car. Yeah, of course. Of course, and that was. The, sorry, yeah, I was going to say, and it uh, all started quite, you know, really well for you in qualifying. Yes, because <laughs> some glorious person who shall remain nameless, Sean Smith, decided to punt me on the first lap of qualifying I as a friendly him. hello. I checked who you were. I I, I, I telegraphed it from at least three corners back. I mean, you also came from at least three quarters yeah. back with the speed you hit me. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I made the apex. 
I'm not sure how. The, dri- the driver's chat was quite literally, Al, are you the only BMW? Yes. And then about three minutes later, <laughs> Sean! I think it was more along the lines of, don't punt me. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. But the thing is, I gave you loads of free space. And I think you got, did you get pole or close to it? No, I didn't get pole. I got reasonably high up the grid, I think. Yeah, no, second and third, I think, weren't you? Yeah. And right. Then I discovered when we came into race one, the BMW's secret weapon. Uh, yes. What's that? Which is nothing can beat it off the line. Oh, that's <laughs> all the front-wheel <laughs> drive cars weapon. struggle to put their power down, and the BMW, especially since, and I'm going to toot my own horn here, I had fairly good reactions off the lights for each of the races. I think this season. Unlike Sam. Mm. Yeah, and add to that, yeah, (laughs) add to that. I had a car which was rapid off the line. I mean, I think people realised after the first round, but there was very little that you could do to stop the BMW off the line. Yeah, no, there was absolutely nothing. You had to basically pincer it to stop you going. (laughs) Yeah, which is what they did. Yes, which did happen. Yeah, yeah, Um, but no, you got a good result. I think it was. Oh, it was Max De Bruyne was. The good, the really quick guy. Yeah, yeah, Max. Yeah, I think he joined at round two as well, so that was his first race with us. He's he's rapid. He's very, very fast. Definitely a shout out to him because he was amazingly fast. Yeah, in in the Audi as well. So the same car as me, and I could not get anywhere near his lap time. So yeah, real, really big credit to Max. Did very, very good job. Um, Earned him the nickname Verstappen um, (laughs) because he's Dutch as well. but uh, yeah, no, big big credit to him because that was superbly driven for the races that he did. He didn't do a full season with us, unfortunately, because I think he had a rented sim rig which he had to give back. Um, but uh, yeah, does does race in? I'm pretty sure it was the Dutch. Was it the Dutch? The MX5 Championship, yeah, I MX5s. believe. It was either Dutch or Belgian. I cannot remember, but it was one of the two. It's both, by the sounds of it. Should we, should championships we... tend to jump borders because there's not a huge number of tracks in either country. Should we say yeah. Benelux? Just yeah. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Um, anyway, yeah. but no, he was really fast. But uh, as you say, Sam, we got to race two when it had the the mad messed up grid, and uh, I did a Yano Trulli. Yes, you did. But it was better than that because. I did only the Yano Trulli for the second half of the race. The first half of the race, I just legged it off 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 the start and watched. Well, I didn't even see you. Lot just had a big crash behind me. Yeah, yeah, I think the start of race two. I don't remember it well, but I remember it being messy because I remember messy, getting myself into second and then seeing how far away you were, and I remember the gap coming down hmm. fairly rapidly. I, that's, cause, that's because I calculated it. I was like, I'm pushing really hard and I'm losing X amount of time. And I'm probably going to bin it. If I don't push really hard and have to fight him for the rest of the thing, I'm fairly confident I can hold him off. So I did that. And then, you know, everyone who wants to know what happened next, uh, please do go and watch uh, this month from Motorsport uh, May edition because it, it was a, it was an interesting confrontation. <laughs> yeah, because it was a very long confrontation. And you, <laughs> in fairness, you managed to park that car on every single apex and especially with a bmw that i was still had only been driving for a day at this point i was still struggling to get it past you (laughs) what didn't help this entire situation was i was having a slight ergonomics issue 
By which I mean my seat wasn't in a comfortable position and my left leg was going numb on the brake pedal. Hmm. To the point where I actually could not tell if my foot was touching the pedal or not. (laughs) Now, you imagine when you're coming down to a hairpin at full speed, knowing how hard you're pressing the brake pedal is rather important. Yeah, yeah, especially with no ABS and no traction control or anything like that. Exactly. So the traction control I was fine with because my right foot felt fine. It was my left foot that I couldn't feel. (laughs) And then, unfortunately, on the lap in question, I think I managed to get a bit of a run on Sean out of one of the corners. And he sort of closed in. There wasn't a huge amount of room there, but he was still all the way ahead. He closed in before the apex. (laughs) And the problem was with not being able to feel the brake well, I wasn't able to modulate it hard enough. Because, Sean, you really did cut my nose off. <laughs> I mean, there was... I took my apex, what am I saying? What are you saying? Yeah, there was... Well, I had a run on you, but there was no room when you pulled in front of me. I, was sort of... I hit the brake pedal, didn't hit it quite hard enough because I couldn't feel it, and just hit the back of your car. Well, what I'm saying is that, you know, I chose a front-wheel drive car because you can always power out of a situation. For uh, rear-wheel drive, it's a bit more difficult. And uh, yeah, you suffered, you and you came off worse. Yes, I did. I um, managed to spin at that corner, and dropped me from second place down to I think about fifth. Yeah, I think you came back to yeah fourth or fifth by the end of it. But no, I ended up having then to fight the Alpha and uh, Ford. So I think it was uh, so that would be Mike Wilkins. I. Th- think and probably um potentially yeah. mike head and max it was, it was a lot of people i remember that yeah because <laughs> there was a lot of people behind me as well that was the yeah. struggle i was having as well is i didn't want you to win i was trying to push to beat you and yet i had this gaggle of fast cars behind me and <laughs> yeah. i couldn't feel my pedals yeah so yeah. it was a, a horrible it's, it's always the easiest to either be the chaser with no one behind you or the leader who can just pick his line? It's, ne- it's never good to be the guy in second place being pressured from both ends. No, yes. exactly. That's that's the difficult thing, isn't it? But no, it was a great race. I won it, so that's that's all matters. And Sam had a terrible race. I did not do well at Croft. <laughs> not well at all. Uh, let's move on to the next round of championship. I, I was uh, only able to do a couple of rounds because of uh, work um, commitments. But uh, yeah, next round. Where was that? Was that? That was Thruxton, so, yes. I, and I really want to do that because that's my quote unquote local track. So, and it's, a, like, it's only 70 miles away. Yeah. Yeah, so with the tracks we had in the championship, it was my local track as well. Yeah, good point. If anything, I think I'm slightly closer to Thruxton. Oh, God, you are. Yeah, um, But yeah, I think Thruxton, we had Gary Broadbent in the Alpha. Yes. Way out front in qualifying, and Max Debrun in. I think he was second. Yeah, yeah, he was very much in hot pursuit. Yeah, yeah there was it was definitely um, a top speed track, but it was it's, I quite like Thruxton, but it was uh, it was my worst round. Let's face it, it was absolutely terrible for me. I did enjoy watching some of the videos from Thruxton because obviously it is the high speed ring of England. Basically, uh, basically the only slow part of the track is the chicane at the end. And maybe the yeah. maybe maybe the there's a loop in there before you go on to the back section. Yeah, sector one is quite twisty. But um, no, it'd be the way. It was a case of basically how much can you plant your fro- your throttle pedal, um, and you'll be you'll be fast or not. Um, so how how was fr- 
how's Frux in terms of like tires and balance? Because it's often a killer in the real real world. I didn't find it too bad, um, but I mean, I was like quite a way off pace as well, hmm. so that could be why. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too terrible. I think because a lot of the time for the front wheel drives, at least. Um, because you're basically just flat out. Mm-hmm. There's not a huge amount of wheel spin. No. Um, so although you're going fast... But you do have all the load going gripping. through. Yeah, that's true. You do have a lot of load. but um, And they were wearing out a bit. You could definitely feel towards the end of the race that you're getting a lot more understeer in places where you weren't really getting it before. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't horrific. It was drivable still. It was definitely was no consideration of pity. Yeah, kind of thing. It was nowhere near that bad, but you could definitely feel the tires moving away from you, um, even though the track was getting better. What was it for you, Al? So I didn't notice the tire wear as badly. I don't think because I, in practice, admittedly, I'd had a bit of a hard time with the car basically letting go on me through the high speed sections of the track. <laughs> in that I'd touch an apex, and the car would just shoot me backwards off the opposite side of the circuit. And then come the race, so for the Alphas and the Audis that were sort of on pole and second, it all seemed to unravel very very early in race one. Yeah. And somehow I found myself out in the lead in the BMW. <laughs> and Was that for the first time or not? I can't remember if you led Yeah, so what. at this point yeah. it was the first time I'd been leading in the championship hmm. or leading in a race. yeah. And, yeah, I just, I kept pushing. I think Gary Broadbent in the Alpha had a couple of penalties, and I think Max got disqualified because of a penalty in that race. So I actually had a fairly clear run of that one. The problem was, unlike the rest of the season, I didn't have the display of the gaps to other cars up. Yeah. So I had no idea how far ahead I actually was. <laughs> Which I think I had a fairly healthy winning margin by the end of that one because yeah, of issues other people way. had. Yeah, it was quite a long way. But because I didn't know that, I couldn't let off. I couldn't relax. I just had to keep running away. <laughs> That's good. I like that. So, But I remember behind you, Al, there was a lot of fighting with Jack, for example. He was having a good old fight with basically everyone <laughs> and it was it, it was great to watch on the uh the videos that came out afterwards i it was i mean i love Fruxton as a track but it was uh it was certainly a spectator sport <laughs> when, it, when it came to it i had my first crash of the year as well oh Fruxton. Uh, was that was, race two yeah i'm pretty sure it was race two where right, i because yes i remember two. that one yeah because i was behind two. you on that corner because yeah. i remember this because this is how race two went the way it did for me Yes, so we started, we were both, I was row two, you were row three, I think, weren't you? You were, you were in my rear view mirror, on yeah. the ring anyway, so you must have been behind me. Um, but uh, yeah, coming through turn two, which is, especially at the start, is a flat out left-hander, but it's mm-hmm. probably 90, about 90 degrees, but there's quite a lot of track, it's, it's all right sort of thing, into a very, very tight 90 degree right. Now I got past. I think it was Marnix. I can't. It was definitely an Alfa Romeo. Put it that way. I think it was Marnix, but I can't remember. Um, I got up the inside of him, and then as I braked, I locked a wheel, and the car just 
sort of unsettled a bit, and in correcting that, I hit Marnix, uh, who obviously wasn't expecting that, to be fair to him, and it basically just pitched me 90 degrees right, and I skid slide what uh, slid completely 90 degrees to traffic across the circuit, uh, and I think it took out a couple of cars at that point as well. Done well. Yeah, yeah, which I saw entirely from behind this incident, so I'm after we came through the left, I turned into then the two sharp, the two, the sort of chicane there, so the sharp right and the sharp left. As I turned into the right, I see this Audi just sweep across the track in front of me in chaos ensue. <laughs> and what I'm left with is a completely clear track <laughs> and Max de Bruyne's Audi out in front in first place. Yeah, and I found myself away. in second. Yeah. <laughs> which um, was... Nothing short of a miracle so from that, my so point of view. That even to despite the problems, that, that turned into a pretty decent weekend for you. Yeah, because um, once we got into the race, me and Max had surprisingly, based on his qualifying and how much further away I was in qualifying, he couldn't get a gap on me. I stayed behind him, hmm. and I think about half, three quarters of the way through the race, as we were coming through the fast back section, Max ran wide slightly mm -hmm. and I was just able to keep the speed up on the BMW enough and managed to sneak up the inside of him into first place. Now this time I I had the data display up, I could see how far away the car behind was. I didn't really need it, I could see Max's lights in my mirror the entire <laughs> way from the rest <laughs> of the race. But yeah, I managed to hold on to that one and take a double race win at Thruxton, That's, which was... Yeah, really good. That was the first time it happened in the series as well. The first yeah, I, win. I, did we have any other double race wins Monty. in the season? Monty yes, we one. did at the last round. There we go. What was the next round? Ooh, it was... I bet, hang on, first of all, Al, that must have put you pretty high up in the championship by that point. Yeah, so actually after... Because I think it was at Thruxton that we decided there was going to be drop rounds. Yes. So your worst round was going to get dropped because a couple of us had joined late. Because mm. a couple of us had had poor races. Yeah, we decided it would only be fair to have one drop result. Yeah. What we also had was a success ballast. So the top three in the championship would carry ballast weight for 100 kilos for the championship leader. 75 kilos for second and 50 kilos for third, I believe. Yeah, that was it, yeah. Somewhat similar to what the the real BCC does. Yeah, they do it on a slightly more race-by-race -race basis, but yeah. this worked absolutely fine. Um, so, yeah, the Thruxton result actually managed to put me into the lead of the championship. Yeah, I remember, I remember your uh, sort of like a disbelief, I suppose is a good word, um, just of... Be, being there uh, sort of so early on, you're like, "Whoa, this is a, uh, this is really cool. This is really." You, you, I remember you were happy. That's the, which was a, uh... yes, and I was happy right up until the point I got to the next round, which <laughs> I'm struggling to remember which way round this was. Was it? It was Alton Park, I think. I thought Alton was later in because I thought it was no, you're Silver... right. No, you're right. It was, was it Silverstone, Alton. I was Snetton, yes, Snetton. Oh, I liked the race at Snetton. Yeah, Snetton was a good race. I was at Alton, so that was the second last round. Yeah. But yeah, so I liked leading the championship right up until the point where my tyres hit the tarmac at Snetton. <laughs> and I realised what 100 kilos 
worth of balance does to the car. Does it very much unsettle it? Yes, it does. <laughs> so I, when... I really enjoyed Snetterton. I don't know what it was with my setup. I changed two or three things, and it just made the car so much more drivable. This, yeah, this this was a little run for you, Sam. A couple, a few tracks in a row where you should have like won. You should have won a race. I should have been, yeah, should have been a lot higher than I was. Yeah, because yeah, I think we had quite a bit of fighting between us at Snetterton, didn't we? we? Yes, we we did. You were on my bumper for most of both races. Um, oh. And thanks to an internet glitch briefly inside it. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I literally just remembered why you lost that race. <laughs> yeah. Um, the joys of sim racing. Um, basically, yeah, there was an internet issue. I was leading that race. Was that race one? I think it was race one, wasn't it? I think so. No, it was race two, sorry. It, was, it must have been race two. It doesn't matter. Whatever it was. But yeah, I was leading that race. Um, would have been my first podium and my first win on PC. Um, and in the top right-hand corner, you can see your ping figure, which for those of you who don't know ping, basically the ping rate is, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the basically your the strength of your connection, how quickly it's sending and receiving parcels. Yeah, that's right. It's, ba- it's basically like a bat's sonar system says off. Yeah, so the the lower your ping is, the less packets of information are being lost or delayed. Yeah. So a ping of one means you've got a very, very strong stable connection and you've got no problems with that at all. My ping at some points <laughs> in that race was over five thousand. <laughs> Um, which was which was higher than the RPM exiting most of the corners. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it was. It, from me, from my point of view, because it was I was leading, it wasn't too bad. But I could see the cars in my rearview mirror jumping about on the circuit because the connection was so bad, it couldn't tell where they were. Um, and I'd imagine it was probably the same with my car on their screens. Yeah, yours seemed a bit more stable, because when we came together, we were going down the straight, and there was a gap between our bumpers. Yeah, there was obviously... we were on the Bentley straight, coming back towards like the bomb hole and the final section of the circuit, weren't we? Yeah. Um, and I could see Al in my rearview mirror, two or three car lengths behind. Flashing my lights, I think, quite a lot yeah, to I annoy think, you. Yeah, trying to put me off, but that didn't work. Um and, and then the next thing I knew, he'd driven straight through me, and <laughs> I was in the barrier. Uh, um, and, yeah, just rejoining cost me four or five positions, and I think I finished, I think it was fifth in the end. Yeah, which was a confusing one to watch for me, because as far as I saw the incident, we were driving down the straight, and your car just suddenly pitched left. Yeah. But I realised with how close we were, and knowing you were having internet issues, that I must have hit you. Yeah. yeah. But obviously... Where it was an internet connection issue, no contact registered on my car, nothing. It just your no, car exactly. went left. Yeah, exactly. And it was. It I was... think that was race one actually, because I think race two you had issues at just before the Bentley straight. Uh... There was a corner there. I actually got punted in both races and came yeah, off better. No, this yeah, th- this one was race two, but yeah, in race one, it was the similar sort of thing where I actually, I lost it coming towards, I can't remember, the, I think it's Hamilton, coming out of Hamilton I ran wide onto the grass spun the car and then couldn't get it slowed down so for the next corner I hit 
the curb, the sausage curb on the inside, and catapulted into the side of Al's car. Which somehow I survived. Yes, I did not. <laughs> um, I had quite a lot of damage at that point, so, um, and that kind of race done. For, for Sam, that was a pretty diabolical round, even though it shouldn't have been. Uh, no. Al, you did pretty well again. Yeah, I think I had... I think I might have had a podium in one, if not both of the... Actually, I think I got third in both of them. So I think the second one was behind uh, Max and Mike Haird. Yeah. But, yeah, I managed to best both of the other cars with ballast. Yes. Despite having more of it. Mm. Um, and, yeah, somehow keep the championship lead, which was nothing short of stunning to which me. Which then took <laughs> us into Silverstone, I believe, was next. Yeah, so it was uh, the national. And I, I wished that. very much that I, that I could have raced this one. I this really was really good fun. I have to say, and again, something just really clicked with the Audi. Yeah. Um, I had pretty good pace. I was nice first con- say, Sam, this confident. is the, the national or international? Yeah, the na- national circuit. So this is the old pit lane. Yeah. Um, and that end of the circuit, basically. Yeah. Um, and it was really good fun. And the laps are very short. And that section of the track is very fast. You've only really got sort of two major breaking points, really. Um, but, um, yeah, something was just working really well with the Audi. I had good pace in practice and in qualifying. Um, wasn't necessarily the fastest, but was pretty consistent and was only second or third fastest. So yeah. I was quite confident because um, by this point I was comfortable in the car. Um, I sort of got my racecraft head on and was quite happy passing people and, and things like that. Um, so yeah, I was, I was quite confident coming into the races. Um, race one... Oh, well, oh, I think it was right. Yeah, race one. I got a penalty, didn't I? On the last lap, me and you, Al, were bu- again bumper to bumper. You were just behind me, and then Marnix ran out of fuel. Yes, and so, I think you got a slowdown penalty. And then I got a slowdown. So yeah, I would have finished third, but and somehow I managed to pull off a podium from. <laughs> what? Well, to be honest, I did not have good luck at. Well, I did and didn't have good luck at Silverstone. I My driving wasn't fantastic. I wasn't comfortable in the car. But things just seemed to somewhat fall into place okay. at yeah. Silverstone. Through, through a bit of good luck, you went from fifth to third on the final lap. Because mine yeah, which, fuel and then I got penalty. Yeah, because I think... Actually, I think it was race two. I, I was off pace with... The, I mean, I was off the top speed of the alphas anyway yeah. I was struggling with the 100 kilos in the car at this point because I've managed to keep it from Snetterton and I also had a spin where I'd managed to clip the back of Marnix's alpha where I was slightly faster through one corner probably the only place I was actually faster than him on the entire track <laughs> so yeah Silverstone at least further down seemed to be a case of who got the least penalties and who could pounce on the bad luck of others, unfortunately. Which yeah. is what would happen at another round as well, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, you say we're on to race two now? Yeah, race two, I, with the random grid, I started on pole, and I was quite pleased with that. And I thought, actually, you know what, if I can just keep the alphas behind me, then I could do okay here. I might even get a race win. And that's basically what I was doing for the whole race. I opened up a bit of a lead where I think a few people tripped over each other. So you basically did what I did. 
Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly the same as what you did. Um, I opened up, but not a, not. I don't think the lead was as big that I opened up that you than what you did at Croft. But yeah. it was the same sort of mentality. If I'll, I'll try and open a lead and then just hold on to it. Yeah. I knew the alphas were going to be very very fast because they had been all through every session we'd done, um, and I knew they were a lot quicker than me on the straights. So I had to just maximise my corners get all my apexes and not make mistakes and that's pretty much what I did um, and then coming onto the last lap Marnix was about half a second behind me um, I could see him in my rearview mirror but it was sort of he wasn't quite close enough to actually make a move and I was quite happy with that but I knew he would be close enough at the end of the um, uh, which straight Wellington straight Yep. in the middle of the circuit, isn't it? Yeah, so coming off of the Wellington Strike, I knew he would be close enough. Uh, we came through turn one, and he ran a bit wide. I thought, ah, okay, this is good. I've now got like an eight-tenth lead. That's a much bigger gap for him to try and close. Um, and I managed to hold it all the way through Wellington into Brooklands, um, where I ran half a car wide, I think. Uh, Marnix went for the gap as I tightened up the steering. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got pitched around um, and finished second in that race. Which you were absolutely livid about in your stream. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. that it, it did annoy me a lot. Partly because I kind of left half a gap, but it was also only half a gap. Yeah. Like, from where I was sitting, there was not enough space to put that car there. Um, but to again to the to the credit of Jack, he looked back at my onboard on the replay, uh, and then looked at Marnix's onboard on the replay, and he determined that the, the result st stood as it was because there was a, there was a sniff of a gap enough for Marnix to go for it, and then I adjusted my line, so it was kind of my instigation, uh, which is like. That's fine. That's the way we would do it, like with uh, with casting and things like that, of mm -hmm. who actually caused the crash to happen, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it's disappointing, but it's it's one of those things. Unfortunately, it's, it's the same as it would be in real racing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's frustrating. I think that was your closest yeah. um, your closest sniff of the win, wasn't it, Sam? All season. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I think the end of that race was dramatic for me as well because I think I had for the last two laps I was off pace I'd cooked my rear tires after a spin early in the race and I had Jack Wilkins who was second in the championship or third in the cha high up still on my tail in the last couple of laps so coming through the same corner just after this I was desperately trying to hold off Jack and thankfully managed it for I think about fourth or fifth in the second race mm -hmm. which was i guess sort of uh, damage limitation really for you yeah very much so that's how i saw silverstone in general what was next was it alton next yeah next yeah. up was alton park so i was back and i qualified last <laughs> <laughs> so I won yeah that. so at this point we were we're nearing the end of the championship at this point because we only have alton park and brands hatch left so it's getting to the point where the major players in the championship are starting to become obvious, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. So we, all three of us, what well, me and Sam at least, we did some sort of private testing um, 
prior to this race, which was quite fun. Uh, basically, just one-upping each other in terms of lap times. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And then how uh, come I didn't get invited to that? In fact, you're uh, at work. You're at work. Yeah, you were working. And also, we did we didn't want to lose because we yeah, went. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, basically we we did went round and round and round, and we were like, yeah, one forty seven, that's pretty good. Um, and then the qualifying comes round, and you have people in one forty twos or whatever it was. We were like, oh, okay, never mind. Then. I, yeah, I should say at this point, I did manage to find about two seconds. Yeah, which really annoyed me because I I was I, I could I lost all my I managed to get to like a one forty five, and then I just couldn't replicate it. I was I was a good few seconds off. I was there. yeah. I I did manage to get down to a kind of a one forty three or something like like that. It was yeah. just still a bit. Old. I wasn't fastest by any stretch, but it was a lot more competitive. For yeah, me. Um, but it was again. Uh, Alton was a very. It's an interesting track. I haven't I haven't driven it since like Toco Race Driver Three on PS two. Um, so it was it was nice to go back to you know the proper old school tracks like that one. Um, but yeah, it was uh, for me. Race one was terrible. I did basically nothing. Uh, I think Al. Oh, you think sorry, race no. one was terrible for you? Yes, I do, Al, because you you took me out. <laughs> yes. So this is. I mean, in fairness, I didn't cost you any positions. No, you didn't. But yeah, race one, I got my normal demon start off the line. <laughs> considered going up the inside. Bear in mind, there's not a lot of time to think about this. Considered going up the inside on turn one, and thought, no. If I hit the curb and this goes wrong, I'm going to take three of us out. For those who don't know, Alton Park Turn 1 is sort of like Silverstone's old Turn 1, but like four times tighter. Yeah, yeah. so it's a, nowhere near it's as a much space. Tight 90 right, and then what follows it is a downhill section into a long sweeping left. Yeah. So what I did was I went round the outside of the car in front, which was Jack Wilkins in the Focus. Had a run on him in terms of speed, so I thought... That's okay. I'll get the inside into the sweeping left, and there'll be nothing he can do, as long as I can hold the inside line of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think Jack got a great start, because Sam managed to get up the inside of him on the start. (laughs) What then happened was, he knew Sam was there, but he didn't realise that my BMW was on his left side. So he gave Sam room, and in the process of it, clipped the rear corner of my BMW while it was passing, which you can imagine rear-wheel drive car on full throttle, how that went. On oh, well. grass as well at that point. Yeah, so... so I, I arrived after crashing on the line, basically. Uh, the, I came down to turn two and just saw this car park in front of me, basically. Actually, yeah, you must have seen it quite well. I, I literally came over the crest and then had to slam on the brakes as I think you, Jack, and someone else were all, like, just strewned over, over all the, <laughs> the whole track. And then I crashed into Jack, but, you know, I, I, that's, that, that was literally unavoidable. Yeah, because I think this is where race one definitely went away from me. And I actually felt at this point like the championship was slipping away from me because I was still leading coming into Alton Park by some miracle, I think more luck than judgment. Mm. And yeah, somehow I'd had this spin. I I really struggled to get the car back on the track after this. I was, the red mist had descended, <laughs> I will fully admit, and I was using way too much throttle. So I just couldn't get the car back in a straight line. 
I think you lost about a minute, but I was looking at, looking at my uh, my lap delta. Yeah, so it wasn't just this. Over the next couple of laps, I kept having small offs kind of falling off the circuit because I was pushing a bit too hard. Hmm. And after about the fourth one of these small offs, I drove it into the pit lane and I parked. Yeah, well, until you didn't park. Yeah, so what happened there is I stopped and I actually went on Facebook and had a conversation with our friend Chris Strickland. Hmm. Who, I mean, I think you guys saw that conversation. It was basically just me calling myself an idiot for five <laughs> minutes while Chris tried to calm me down. And then I decided I'd go out and I'd do some practice laps so I was back in the groove for race two. Yeah. What actually happened is I hadn't come out of the car. So the car was just sat in the pit lane. So when I went back out, it turned out the tyres were cold. <laughs> Because we had tyre blankets activated for this season. So when we started the, a race, the tyres were kind of not up to full temperature, but they weren't cold, cold. It meant it was yeah. less likely you were going to have a massive crash at the start. Which is yeah. exactly what happened when I turned into that long sweeping left. <laughs> yes. Is the back end went around on me, and the next thing I saw was Sean's <laughs> Toyota. <laughs> Oh, and I, I was already in a bad mood because I'd like binned it off a couple of times beforehand, and then I see Al just like basically pirouette into me, take me out, and I was like, and I went, I went oh, I'm sorry, Sean. I was like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Spoiler alert for the audience: it was not fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was sulking, but it's okay because race two. Actually, Sam, what happened to you in that race one? I was kind of yo-yoing up and down through the positions. Um, was up to. The second or third at one point. Yeah. Um, my pace was, like I said, my pace was decent, but it was, I was, Alton Park's not a circuit I'm brilliant at, so mm. I wasn't particularly consistent. Um, and the alphas were very, very quick on the straights. I'm, so ju I'm just, I'm just saying, if I was in a Noble M12 GTO or whatever, something like that, I would have definitely won. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> while Sean yeah. lived in Toka 3 land. <laughs> um, so yeah, race... I think the Sorry. thing that kept race one people on our toes was one of the alphas actually ran out of fuel during that race, didn't they? I think this was race two. No, it was race two. Was it? Okay. Yeah. So race two came along, and I think we, we were all somewhere towards the front half of the grid, and we got the Stevio Automotive 1 2 3. Yes, that that one photo from the whole season. Even though it happened multiple we times. One, two, yeah. Well, yeah, which did, is yeah. where my tactic from race one actually worked. Because I think you came out of turn one in the lead, Sam. Because yeah. I think you were on the front row, but I was on I the was, second. Yeah. yeah, I was third. You so I'd done exactly what. Yeah, so I went past you. I think fairly easily off the start. <laughs> uh, I was right behind you. Come on. Yeah. Anyway. You were in front of me on the start, Man, but yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so I did the same thing, hoping for a better result. In hindsight, maybe that was a bad idea, but hey-ho. Went round the outside of Sam on turn one. Was pretty much... Was I level with you by turn two? More or less. Uh, or was yeah, I slightly we were, ahead? We was, you were pretty much level. Yeah. So managed to sweep in front of Sam in the tight left-hander because he couldn't put his car on the apex Yeah, and then proceeded to do what I'd done at previous races so what, which was 
run that's in not, terror. That's not the whole story. Because what happened there was we had the big run down to the uh, the hairpin. I then bombed it down the outside um, of Sam, which was the best move of, of the season, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... I think Sam then basically had a fight with people for the rest of, for the next the rest next like twenty pretty minutes. Much, yeah, um, much. While what I did was I, I was in two binds. I was like, do I go for Al or do I be his wingman <laughs> and uh, hold everyone else up? And I couldn't decide, so I, I sort of I sort of did, did neither of them. And uh, yeah, I sort of chased you down, and then I forgot. I I mind lapsed into the into the uh, the chicane, basically thinking, uh, this I, I forgot my car was left hand drive. And I forgot it wasn't rear wheel drive, so I followed Al's line and crashed into the the uh, the barricades. Yeah, because I think a lot of your cars could follow fairly similar lines through the corners. Hmm. Whereas I think a mix of my driving style and the BMW's different drive layout meant that my lines were fairly different through yeah. a lot of the corners. To you guys, yeah, well, yeah I did. I, that's one thing I noticed throughout the season when I was racing with you is that your Breaking points and turning points were completely different <laughs> to mine. But did, as, as I say, but... did you find that yours were more similar to a lot of the other front wheel drives then? Yeah, that's yeah. This is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, it was completely so basically drive based. Yeah, so anyone that's used to racing, I think you'll be familiar with the fact when you're sat behind a car, you can read quite a lot about. The drive, how the comfortable the driver is, and how the car's doing, well, how they're doing in combination. Unless you're behind me, in which, yes, case, in which it, case it's impossible. Yeah, he just he, he, he looks just all over the place. Looks out of control, but he's somehow staying fine. <laughs> but yeah, I think what happened by the sounds of things from Sam following me was a lot of the time I broke people's ability to read my car. Yeah, that definitely happened. Because ev- everything else was front-wheel drive. It was like reading a book in English and then you see a <laughs> sentence in French. Yeah, that's literally what happened. Or German. Me. German would be more appropriate here. <laughs> no, because German and English have closer ties than French does. No, don't Yeah, but my car is not, does not bother with that. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry. Um, anyway, so I was basically, I was guaranteed second, basically, and then I binned it. Um, I think I finished like fourth or fifth, so I beat Sam though. So that's just, yeah, you did, yeah. Um, Al, you won that race, didn't you? Yes, through some small miracle, which I think d- that small miracle was the Alpha running out of fuel. Yeah, yeah. Gary was closing uh, it, wasn't he? And he uh, yeah, and I was getting me. ready to defend. I thought this is going to be hard, and then unfortunately for Gary, it all kind of collapsed. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. your. Third or fourth win of the season? That was my third and final win of the season. But what that meant, and again, I don't know how, is I'd not only managed to maintain my championship lead at that point, but I'd actually managed to extend it to eight points coming <laughs> into the final meeting. Which uh, we now, we get to now. Now, I again, this is the race I, I was pre- watching the the streams from you and Monty. Had Monty not been there, I reckon I could have probably won that race. <laughs> that race. Um, but no, we had we had a we brought in our, our good friend Monty, who we've we've heard on uh, Cars of the Decade and a few other of our podcasts, um, yeah. the Jersey Royal, and uh, yeah, he he basically. See, he took the place that Max did in the first yeah. couple of rounds of just running away with it. Monty, Monty, yeah. Monty is good enough to be classed as semi-pro, I think. Uh, yeah, probably. He's up at that stage. A really it? good amateur. 
Yeah, yeah. Really, but regardless, really cool. he he basically walked in at the last second and um, did very well. Well done, Monty. Is all I want to say. What mm. this meant though is he was sort of out of it for the championship race. So when we came into the last round, I think at this point, unfortunately, Gary's championship assault had had kind of collapsed. There was yeah. a there was a vague chance, but it was low. So realistically, I think the championship came down to myself. Mike Head and Jack. Jack Wilkins. Yeah. And I seem to remember in qualifying, we were all around the same sort of times as well. So, because we ran a slightly old format for the final round, we decided that race one was going to be the qualifying race on the Grand Prix circuit. Race two, with the random grid, we were going to use the Indy circuit. You know, very, just to spice things up. Very different tracks. Yes, as it... you say that, but I mean, in terms of setup, I I used the same setup on both. I did. It didn't feel anywhere near as good on the indie loop. Uh, see, mine. If anything, was the other way around. I had developed a GP circuit layout, tried that in the first few laps of qualifying, couldn't get it working, so swapped to my indie one just to see, and it felt way better. What I mean though is that when it comes to actual racing and the sort of closeness and the uh, oh yeah yeah it, of course. It, oh yeah it creates a hugely different um, um, dynamic yeah that's the word dynamic in terms of how how you have to run a, run a race as we got through in race one so go ahead yeah so race one was an interesting start so Monty disappeared we had yeah Monty disappeared I got pincered off the line which was the is the only way to neutralize my bmw in fairness but i think sam will agree the start of that race was quite chaotic quite it a lot of people messy. seemed to run wide through tower hill bend and as we got up to the hairpin which i can't remember the name of um mm. there we go the palm of i had got myself just up the inside of jack wilkins and i'll I just be honest you far ahead enough yeah, it was. I was up beside him enough that he couldn't have closed in on me without it going badly. Hmm. But it was a risky move. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> from where I was at, my car was going sideways. It, it was ahead of Jack's, but it was going sideways. It was a good, like, 50 degree angle I was looking at on Sam's screen. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So what happened? Well, shall I let you explain this one, Sam? Yeah, basically, uh, we was we were coming up to Druids, um, and I was I was behind Al, thinking uh, Al might go for the inside line here, and if he does, I'll just follow him through. <laughs> so I'll get past Jack as well, because Jack will be on the outside, and it's a right-hand hairpin. Um, what I then forgot is that Al has 100 kilos of ballast on, so his brakes aren't quite as good as mine. Uh, he braked earlier than me. I then had to compensate for that for braking a bit harder and locked up a bit, shunted Al, uh, and in the process of doing that, put him in front of Jack. Yeah, you basically pinballed him. It was... I, yeah, I... yeah, which, I'll be honest, is not something that... Because I'm don't think Jack got any significant damage or contact from this. 
I don't think it was something we could repeat in a million no, years, 100%. even if we tried. No, there's no way we could possibly replicate that. It was such a fluky thing. And when it first happened, I was like, oh, God, I've just ruined Al's championship. Yeah. I mean, we were just when so I was sad sat there counter-steering, I was thinking the same thing. I thought, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I, I was and watching... then the car was straight, and I was thinking, run, run away. Yeah, I was watching, <laughs> I watched the stream after work, and... Um... I could see sort of like like his Sam's face went white as <laughs> as, as uh, he hit you, and I could just imagine Al going and uh, sort of like <laughs> flailing madly to try and counter steer it. Um, but it they, worked out though. It only yeah, worked. It only works because Jack was there. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll be honest. I think from my point of view, what kind of happened was as you started to spin, for want of a better word, you kind of just brushed the front of Jack's car and that stopped you going all the way round. Yeah. Which is what then just basically planted you on the apex. Um, and and yeah, it was it's not something we could even consider replicating because it would never work again. I mean, it should not have worked that time. Right, 100%, 100% it shouldn't have worked then. Um but uh, it but it did, and yeah, and and that's that's racing. That's a, a racing yeah. miracle. And I think for me, the rest of that race was quite quiet because Monty ran away, and I was running, well, pretty much running away in the BMW as well. I think the issue Jack had there was the race for you guys was a lot more f- close fought and exciting. But I was doing roughly the same kind of times as Jack, so he never had the chance to close me down during that race, did he? Yeah, that was yeah, that was it. You kind of established a bit of a lead and then just maintained it. You didn't gain or lose anything really. Um, I was up and down a bit more, had to cut the penalties. I had quite a good race with um, with uh, James Broadbent. That was it. Who joined us for the last round is Gary's son. Um, had quite a good race with him. That was good fun um, and. Yeah, it was it was it was an enjoyable race. It was definitely an enjoyable race. The penalties made it very interesting, and also the gravel traps. People were going off left, right, and center. It was brilliant to watch. Yeah, people would push a bit too hard, forget about the dirty air, and end up running wide through the gravel. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. I mean, race two was worse for this, but I think it's fair to say you could feel the desperation in the air yeah. at this point. Oh, 100%. But yeah, definitely. People knew the championship was on the line here. People knew it was going to be these two races that decided it. Because I seem to remember the result from the first race had the championship top three in second, third, and fourth. Hmm. Yes. So they didn't really move. The gaps didn't really change. No, if anything, I think they extended slightly because I gained another two points over Jack, put me ten points in the lead coming into the final race. Yes, which uh, arguably, actually, the fact that Monty was out in front probably made it closer because of the gap in, in points between first and second. Whereas if you had won that race, you would have been 12 points ahead or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, I would have got a bigger advantage over him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as it was, we then came into the final race, which was not a good race for me, actually. It was mad. Yeah. It was. was. Yes, it was. I got taken out before the start line. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think um, it was. It was. It was Jay. It was James Broadbent. He. I don't know exactly what happened with it. He he either got loads and loads of wheel spin or got shunted by someone coming past him, Uh, and he just 
bounced to the left as I was going past him because he was quite slow coming off the grid. He was directly in front of me on the grid. Um, and, uh, yeah, next thing I knew, I was backwards in the barrier before I'd even crossed the start line. Oops. Um, I mean, you but, actually uh, had quite a good race after that. Though, I was, I was very... Yeah, I was very pleased with how that last race went. Um, I think you could have got a podium on that one, Sam. Uh, yeah, I think if I had, there was a few little bits that probably, that well, that did stop that happening. Um, but I think if I'd, yeah, if I'd had a perfect race, the pace that I had, I would have been. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have caught Monty, but I definitely would have been second or third, possibly, hopefully second. I would have, I'd like to think, because mm. it, it seemed to really suit the car. Um, I'll be totally honest. There was a few tips that I was using in that race that I picked up from um, a friend of mine, Chris Paniotto, uh, and Leo Paniotto, his nephew, who do quite a lot of tin top racing. Leo's doing the mini challenge this year. Um, and uh, Chris has done VW Cup and, and quite a lot of stuff over the years as well. So they've got lots and lots of laps around Browns Hatch, and I sat down a couple of weeks ago now with them. Leo was preparing for a testing session at the Browns Hatch Indy Circuit, so watching videos and listening to how they analyse stuff, and that really helped, actually. So coming into, um, is it Clearways, the final corner? I think it's Clearways. I think so. Um Braking for that, rather than just coming onto the brakes, one of the tips that Chris was giving us was sort of modulate it a lot more than you necessarily would normally. Because it's uphill, um, you're not going to get the same turn in in a front-wheel drive car that you will on, on the rear-wheel drive car, for example, for Al. So you've got to try and just get the nose in. So bouncing the brake shifts that weight forwards a bit better and you'll get turned in. And I used that, and that seemed to quite work quite well. There's a few other tips that he gave me, but it was mostly, I think, I'll be t- I'm going to be totally honest, I think it was mostly my racecraft hmm. that got me sort of catching people and passing people where they wouldn't necessarily expect me to be passing. It's and that gave me a bit of space and got me through. It was fun to watch either way. I enjoyed it. It was great, it was great fun to drive. Really good fun. The whole season really was it was good fun. It was frustrating in places, but really good fun. Yeah, so at the end of it, Al, with your... Uh consolidations of that last race. Yeah, because I had quite a lot harder last race, to be honest. I, I, you nearly I didn't lost seem it. to have the pa- Yes, I um, I didn't really have the pace, and as a, a few people went through, and I was... I knew roughly how many places behind Jack I could afford to finish. Hmm. Once he got himself up to second... Realistically, I knew he couldn't catch Monty, so I knew that was where he was going to finish. So I knew roughly where I had to be. I actually got this wrong in my head in the race. I thought I could only lose one more position, but I, it actually turns out I could have lost to both of the Alphas. But I had Marnix and Mike Head behind me for a long time, and I was having to defend very hard against the two of them. All mm. I saw on Sam's screen was, uh, on, on his little timing screen, was Al's thing going up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, against Mike. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, I was like, ooh, what's going to happen? <laughs> I, I, yeah, decided, so... I decided quite early on that, um, sort of, again, having done the maths in my head, I don't think I could have caught Marnix. So my championship was kind of finished at that point, and I sort of decided I'm going to try and help Al as much as I can. So if I get a good finish here, it's going to take points away 
from Jack and Mike, and I tried to hold Jack up for as long as I possibly could. But I just, that was, again, one mis- one of the mistakes I made. I just ran a bit wide, and he snuck up the inside and got past me. But you held on to um, him for the rest of the race, though. But I did stick with him, yeah, for the rest of the race, and I was challenging for overtakes a couple of times, so the pace was clearly there. But, yeah, um, which is unfortunately not a pace I could keep up that race. But, no. yeah, I think I got hit by... I came together with Marnix after Druids on the way back down the hill. Yeah. And, yeah, thankfully managed to avoid any major incidents from that. But, yeah, it was a tough final race. Then probably even tougher was the wait afterwards. Yeah, was it 15 minutes or so? Yeah, it was 15 to 20 minutes while Jack did the maths and everything. um... As it turned out, Sam had gone off to drive F1 cars. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I did. Sam wasn't Sam wasn't prepared to wait and do nothing. <laughs> no, I decided to stay on stream because I thought it would be important to get that on the on the stream. But, yeah. Uh... What was it? Four points in the end. Yeah, four points, which means I actually could have let those alphas go and still won because I think we discussed before that if we had a situation where the points were drawn, that we'd count back to race wins, which. I'm just thinking think... that it wouldn't have uh, brought in your drop score, though, would it? Had uh, you let them go, it wouldn't have lowered it down to that level? No, because no, no, my she... drop score yeah, was a no-show. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, sorry, my bad. So I knew the points I had were the points I had. Yeah. Jack attended every meeting because he was hosting, so his drop points were less of a certainty. Hmm. So it was yeah. a bit of a risk there. But as I say, if it was a draw... It was going to be race wins. Yeah, which you had the advantage on. Yeah, I think Jack had two race wins in the season. And I, thanks to the miracle of Alton Park, had three. Hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so then it was a case of woo happy times. Well done. Yeah. Very much so, yes. It's um, been quite a while since I'd won a championship. Actually, I don't think I've ever won a championship before. I've normally... Of anything... Yeah, because I don't think I've ever won an RC championship because there's normally someone faster. Yeah. I never won minis, and I don't compete online, or I never used to compete online with any regularity, so I never used to finish a full season. Oh, so there the... you go. There you go. All good then. And now you're. Championship win. Which means you need to do celebratory donuts and stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't do the celebratory donuts at Brands Hatch because. One, I didn't know I'd won the championship at the end of the second race. And two, just as I crossed the line, it faded to black. Yeah, annoying that. So instead, my celebratory donuts came at a challenge that Sam Green laid down to me. Yeah, yes. Um, well, that kind of brings us on to probably finish this podcast yeah, off so as well. Yeah, so we haven't go for like an hour and a quarter, so we'll, we'll sort of yeah. do the do the wrap-up and say that that's, that was the CSR BTCC championship. Um, obviously... We've got more stuff, different series coming on very quickly. But no, go on, Sam. What was the uh, the challenge? So we have decided uh, that because there is no Goodwood Festival of Speed this year, we are going to host uh, the CSR Festival of Speed uh, through Stelvio. So we are going to have it on on our channels, uh, on the website, and stuff like that. So we'll we'll get some of the guys to to uh, set some runs, some timed runs, or some. Smoky Boy runs with some drifting and donuts and things like that to uh, in various different cars, sort of make our own festival of speed. Yeah, and then we'll ha- obviously 
send that off the video for everyone to watch and enjoy and uh yeah but no definitely i mean al your videos on of the of the bnw is on youtube if they want to see it but it's uh it's worth watching it's it's very good i'm sure luke oh, i'm sure sean can put a link oh i can do that uh, yeah, I'll on do the it. article so. i'll do it yeah i'll do it on the on the posting to, uh, for this one for your celebratory donuts as well as a timed run in the bmw and the challenge that i set out was to try and beat um oh who was it it wasn't turkey so it wasn't it it was uh um, it was jordan yeah yeah andrew jordan andrew jordan's time up the hill sort of this time last year uh in in last year's good professor for speed in the bmw in yes. the same car yeah no, spoil no spoilers boys no, just say no spoilers <laughs> go and watch the video on youtube which i'll put up yeah. in the, the link i will um, say andrew jordan was the fastest british touring car up the hill that year keyword was oh was. <laughs> anyway so that's going to do it for the, the season review um obviously congratulations to everybody who took part thank you very much to jack for hosting it and obviously you know everyone for being a pretty fair sport throughout the season um yeah so what just as a quick plug to this to the series uh let's do some shout outs for where you can find them obviously yeah so on um we're on facebook community sim racing on facebook if you go if you search that it will uh it will come up um we're also on discord and stuff like that but i think you may need the invite off of the facebook page for that you can get that though from joining um, so, though. That's, yeah that's, have that's, a look for that if you're right but yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, good... that's fairly standard. If you join the Facebook page, we'll give you the Discord. Yeah, um, um, and, and yeah, that's for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation as well. So. Yeah, so games tend to be a set of course at the moment, uh, but they've also done sort of F1 and Project Cars or sort of thing. So it's yeah, look quite a lot on Project Cars. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, exactly that. That's so, yeah, so that's la um... la last thing. Uh, what's coming up next, gentlemen, for CSR? We have got a multi-class semi-endurance championship with LMP1 cars and GT3 cars. Yeah, that's going to be good fun. We enjoy that. And uh, be wicked. It is. It's going to be. It's, it's going to be basically like the dogfights that is GT, and then rocket-powered uh, LMP cars lapping every two seconds. But it'll be. It's going to be. Yeah, fun. exactly. So definitely stay tuned to Stevie Automotive CSR and uh, probably your streams as well, Sam. Uh, Sam Triple Seven Green. Twitch? Yeah, Sand Triple Seven Green or on Facebook, um, Sand Green Race Engineering. So, yeah, definitely stay tuned to that. But uh, otherwise, um, I think congratulations to Al in order. Well done, mate. Congratulations. Well done, Woo, Al. Again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you, you, are, you are the CSR BTCC World Champion 2020. The inaugural. Yeah. The inaugural British Touring Car Champion. CSR. Which probably means we have to name the trophy after you, don't we? Yeah. The, the Walker Trophy. Yeah, that's not a bad name. But anyway, that's going to do it. Um, do that, does yeah. that mean it's going to have lots of hair on it and not be able to stand <laughs> up straight? Yes, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be made from um, um, zinc, so it'll be really floppy, and it'll, it'll melt. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of uh, Sam Green Race Engineering. Uh, obviously, thank you to Sam for joining for his own show. Uh, no problem. <laughs> and uh, well done again, Al, and thank you for for you know making the championship yeah. exciting and relevant so that we had thanks for having about. me along uh we will see everybody next time uh online so yeah follow on social media at stale auto uh instagram all that stuff all good and community sim racing and as community well, sim racing of course uh thank you very much to everyone taking cards we shall see you next time take care and goodbye goodbye